Hello there and welcome along to Planet Sport Football Africa, a passion for sport production where we look at African football, what's happening around the continent and what African players are doing overseas. I'm Steve Vickers in Harare, Zimbabwe, joined by Solomon Ashams in Johannesburg, South Africa and by Stuart Weir in the UK. And on this week's show, we continue our build-up to the 2018 FIFA World Cup. And today we assess the chances of the three North African teams, who will do best out of Egypt, Morocco and Tunisia. Also, Stuart continues his series on Africa's history at the World Cup. In Argentina, Tunisia made history as the first African team to win a game in the World Cup finals when they beat Mexico 3-1. And away from the World Cup, we talk to Ghana and Newcastle winger Christian Achu. That's coming up later. And well, what a game the UEFA Champions League final was, wasn't it? With Real Madrid winning a third consecutive title, beating Liverpool 3-1. And the drama of the game, including the shoulder injury to Mohamed Salah, who's now begun his rehabilitation. It looks like Salah will make it to the World Cup. Indeed, it would have been a colossal blow to Egypt if they were without him. Egypt are record seven times Africa Cup of Nations winners and they were the first African team to play at the World Cup back in 1934. However, somewhat surprisingly, this will be only their third appearance at the World Cup. Besides 1934 and 2018, they've only played at the 1990 World Cup when they went out at the group stage. In fact, the Pharaohs have never won a game at the World Cup finals, playing four matches with two draws and two defeats. They're in a group with the hosts Russia, with Uruguay and Saudi Arabia. So, Solomon, what are your expectations for Egypt? Well, Steve, I believe this is going to be a tough one for Egypt, you know, in that group with Russia, Uruguay and Saudi Arabia. And I don't feel they're playing any sort of exciting football. But, of course, they have the talisman, uh, Mohamed Salah, uh, who scored five goals in the qualifiers. And also they have an experienced coach in Hector Cooper. The Argentine has coach in, in Spain. Uh, they might pick a point against Saudi Arabia. Uh, and the pressure is going to be on Russia. Uh, I don't think Russia is just going to easily win against Egypt because the pressure is going to be on them as a host nation. Uruguay, obviously, the best side of this group. Uh, there's Cavani, there is Luis Suarez. They're definitely going to go out there and, and really perform and, and maybe even top that group. Well, certainly Egypt do carry a lot of hopes for the continent. And what about Morocco? They could be interesting. This is their fifth World Cup. They got to the second round in 1986. And they have French coach Hervé Renard, who won the Africa Cup of Nations with Zambia and with Ivory Coast. Morocco are in Group B with Portugal, Spain and Iran. Difficult group, isn't it, Solomon? Any chance for them? For me, they play... The best football out of all the African qualifiers. Uh, one, because they have a, a great coach in Javi Rena, and also uh, because he has been able to bring in some sort of a discipline in the team. There is uh, the young player Hakimi, uh, who plays for Real Madrid. He got a couple of uh, caps this season for, for Real Madrid. And there is also their captain, who plays uh, for Juventus as a defender, Benati. It's a side that is very deep. I think. It's one of the best sides from Africa. And if there's any side that is going to get some good results, I think uh, this is the side. A good result against Iran, you know. Uh, Spain will be difficult, but I think Portugal, uh, there's a 50-50 chance they they could, uh, you know, create an upset and and defeat Portugal. And that will put them in in a good position to, to get out of that group. 
We'll see. I think that's a really difficult group that Morocco are in. And uh, how about Tunisia? This a fifth World Cup for them, but I must say they've always disappointed going out at the group stage in all four previous appearances and winning only one game out of 12. Tunisia are in Group G with Belgium, England and Panama. One of their very best players, Youssef Msakni, is injured and misses the tournament. But they did do well to draw 2-2 with Portugal on Monday in a friendly, coming from 2-0 down. So that was a positive sign. Any hope of Tunisia doing better this time around, Solomon? And yes, Tunisia is a very exciting team. Uh, also unbeaten during um, their qualifying campaign. Tunisia making a return to the World Cup for the first time in 12 years. So they, they have a, a solid team in Belgium. Belgium is, is always a top team and that would be a bit difficult for them. But there's England, uh, which for me uh, is kind of like a 50-50 chance, you know. And there's Panama, who is uh, making their debut at the World Cup. It will be difficult for them to get out of that group, to be honest with you. Belgium and, 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 and England are in full position. But a win against Panama would really bring a lot of joy to their football fans back home uh, in Tunisia. Well, thanks, Solomon. And besides Tunisia, Morocco and Egypt, Africa are represented by Senegal and Nigeria too, of course. We discussed their prospects last week. And on social media, we asked, how far do you think that Africa will go at this World Cup? We'll look at those comments later on in the show. But in the Gambia, Planet Sport Football Africa's Mamadou Ba has been putting that question to football fans there. Uh, right now, I think a lot of attention is on Egypt and Senegal because they have the star. When it comes to the African star players, most it's from them. And Senegal because they are our neighbors and I want to see them very, very far. So I, I believe they will make it further than the other teams. Even though Nigeria, when it comes to the World Cup, they tend to perform very, very well. So uh, I just hope that this year the African teams will make it not only to the quarterfinals but the semi or maybe even the finals. This is something I would love to see. Uh, I would say three of these teams would go Egypt, Morocco, and Nigeria would go further based on their record. So, but the team that I think would go farthest is Egypt because looking at the light of uh, Mohamed uh, Salah, Salah has done tremendously well in the past. Difficult, the most difficult league we could say in the English league. So, with the likes of Salah, I assume that Egypt will go further than Senegal, Morocco, and Nigeria beyond the quarterfinal. I would say to the final even, and probably the cup in Africa for the first time. I think Nigeria, Senegal and Egypt will do well in this World Cup and I expect Egypt to go farther, like as far as the final. Well, I think Senegal, Nigeria, Egypt would perform very well in this World Cup and I believe Senegal would go as far as to the quarterfinals and possibly to the semifinals. Well, um, the ones that I think will do better is Senegal and then Nigeria. But the best team, I mean the team that will reach the quarterfinals, even the finals, is Senegal because I have full hope and trust in them. I want to believe that uh, all the African teams that are part of this World Cup are capable of winning the quarterfinal. But I would want to believe in Egypt. Because looking at the history of Egypt in African football, obviously will make it to the, if not the semifinals, but, but the quarterfinals. Well, actually, one thing I know is Senegal will do better because I've been following and I've seen the Ministry of Sports in Senegal, the support that they give, and also um, because Senegal is our neighbors. The level of readiness that I have seen in these boys, I think they can go up till the end. 
I will go in for Nigeria as our African team. I think with the experience that the team has and with all the good players that they have, and I think this time around they will go past the semi-finals. I am sure with no doubts. Well, I hope Egypt and Senegal will perform better amongst the five African teams at the World Cup because if you look at Egypt, there is Mohamed Sal, who is the talk of the town, and I want to believe that um, his performance in the Premier League will be um, transferred to um, Egypt squad to uh, enable them to reach even the final stage. And also for the case of Senegal, um, Sergio Mane and his teammates should be able to draw inspiration from their um, their coach Ali Sisse because in 2002. I've seen like what they have done. They were able to reach the quarterfinals. So I believe that now with their coach, if they um, really tried this time, they could even reach the finals. Well, a big variety of opinions there. Football fans in the Gambia, they were speaking to Mamadou Ba. So, Solomon, let's get a verdict from you. How far do you think that Africa will go at this World Cup? I'm not sure, Steve. I'm definitely not sure. I don't see a team that is really so convincing for me. I would want to put my money on Nigeria and uh, and Morocco. Uh, but Morocco is in a very tight group somehow. But still, I want to put my money in Nigeria and Morocco. We're not going to create new heights, so I don't see any African team getting to the semifinal. But just maybe through the back door, we might just see a Nigerian team or we see the Moroccan team getting into the quarterfinal. But outside of that, maybe we're going to see uh, two or three teams getting into the round of 16. Um, not more than that. You know, maybe two teams getting out of the round of 16. But it will be difficult. It will be difficult. Uh, a lot of the African teams have so much, so many young players. But at the same time, you cannot overrule that. If they can really gel uh, with the older players, then we might just see um, African teams playing well. For me, the most important things for African teams to go there and really compete. Let's play exciting football, score great goals, just so the world will be talking about African football. Football fans would 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 love African football again there. Well, let's see new new football stars coming through for, for all the African qualifiers. Let's see an upset. Let's see a Tunisia uh, playing well and and really uh, getting some sort of a, a good result and defeating a big team. You know, always see a Morocco uh, defeating Spain. And, and I think that would really create a lot of excitement for uh, football fans in Africa. Well, thanks, Solomon. We'll have predictions from social media on this question later on in the show. And I'll give my thoughts too. This is Planet Sport Football Africa, brought to you by Passion for Sport. And you can download our app and listen to the show anytime. To download, go to the Play Store or the Apple iTunes App Store and enter Planet Sport Football Africa. Once you've downloaded, you can listen to the show anytime on the app and access past programs too in our archive. You can also listen on our website, planetsportfootballafrica.com, and our Twitter handle is at planetsportfa. We're now to our interview with Ghana and Newcastle winger Christian Achu. It was disappointing for Achu as Ghana didn't qualify for this World Cup and as they went out at the semi-final stage of the Africa Cup of Nations last year. Indeed, the sixth time in a row that Ghana have reached the Nations Cup semi-finals, but they failed to win the tournament each time and indeed haven't lifted the Nations Cup since 1982. Well, Christian Achu is 25, and while he did well with Newcastle in this just-ended season, he's had to be very patient. 
He was with Chelsea from 2013 to 2017, but never played for them and was loaned out to various clubs. Achu was player of the tournament at the 2015 Nations Cup, but it still didn't result in the breakthrough that he wanted. He had five appearances for Everton on loan. He was loaned to Bournemouth, also in the English Premier League, but didn't play for them. He was then loaned to Malaga in Spain and then to Newcastle, then in the English Championship, and helped them to win promotion to the Premier League. In 2017, Newcastle then signed him permanently from Chelsea, and Achu played 28 times for them this past season, scoring twice as Newcastle finished 10th. Well, Planet Sport Football Africa's Liam Flint spoke to Achu about his football and about his faith, and first asked how he's getting on with manager Rafa Benitez. Yeah, I'm very happy to be in the Premiership once again uh, with Newcastle, a very big club. I'm very happy that uh, to get a manager that trusts him. I'm also working hard. I enjoy working under him. He's a good man and also a very good manager. So it's a great help to work under him. How much does Rafa say? How much does he tell you to do on the pitch? Does he want you to attack, or does he let you just do what you want to do? Premier League, if you can attack, you can also defend. So you uh, want me to to defend well and also to attack well. This is what. I think every manager that one from uh, from my player, so uh, he just helping me to to attack more and also for my fitness level. I think I've improved my movement with him. Also, I've improved, so I'm getting better. And I believe with him, I'll be uh, a player. I know you're really proud to represent the Black Stars. The fact that you've not made it to the World Cup. Is it just about moving on? Are the players forgetting about that already, or is it still disappointing? Yeah, we were very disappointed that we couldn't go to the World Cup.、Uh, we had a lot of issues in the team, and、um, for us now,、uh, the World Cup we cannot bring it back. We are more focused on on the African Cup, the next African Cup, because the nations are expecting、uh, this generation to win something for the for Ghana. It's been almost like 36, 37 years that Ghana have won the African Cup. So they are even the nations more focused on the African Cup more than the World Cup. What advice would you give to young players in Ghana who want to do what you've done? My advice to them is: I've been a Christian all my life. I've been a worshiper of God. So God helps us and brings people to our, our lives. That will move us forward. It is God that brings us, that brings these people into our lives. So just they need to work hard and also pray for God to bring to open opportunities for them. Why does anybody need God in their life? God is love, and、uh, I think everybody needs God because God wants to help we humans first, you know, in this life, and that's what most of us don't recognize. God is ready to help us. And Christian, on your social media, a lot of the time you use the words "God is the reason." Tell us about that. Why is that an important quote to you? Yeah,、uh, I've seen a lot of people work so hard in, in, in this life that they, they never get to to the level that I've been. Uh, people say、uh, hard work takes you higher, but like I said, I've seen a lot of talented people who are more talented than me, and they have worked more harder than me, but they couldn't reach the level that I've reached. 
So when I say God is the reason, God is the one that has brought me this far in this life. He's the most important person that has brought me this far in my life. That's why I always put God is the reason. Every good thing comes from above. So every good that I have, it is God that has given it to me. So does that mean that God and having faith in God makes you a better footballer, do you think? Yeah, God makes you a, a better footballer. It is God that will open opportunity for you. It is God that will give you the strength to train. It is God that will give you the wisdom, the idea to improve your your technique and your, your games. So in everything that you are doing, it is God that gives you all these ideas to improve upon your work, wherever your work, your football, your career, everything. You just need to keep believing and believing that you achieve your dreams. With God, you can do that. This is what I always have in my mind, that with God, I can achieve my dreams and I work towards my goal. And this is what has been pushing me forward each and every day. That's Ghana and Newcastle winger Christian Achu speaking to Liam Flint on his football and his faith. Still to come here on Planet Sport Football Africa, the second part of Stuart's series on the history of Africa at the World Cup. But now we turn to social media. Just two weeks to go to the World Cup with Senegal, Nigeria, Egypt, Morocco and Tunisia representing the continent. Uh, So last week we asked, will this be a good one for Africa? How far can the continent go at the finals in Russia? We had another huge response to this question, as you might expect, so we'll get through as many comments as we can, but apologies if we're not able to read yours out. Firstly, on Facebook, Asan Jome in the Gambia strikes a positive note, saying Senegal are going up to the semi-finals. I'm positive about that, says Asan. Bak Jao, also in the Gambia, is upbeat too, saying, I believe if Nigeria get out of their group, they'll make it to the semi-finals. On WhatsApp, Silas Ankiambom Ngong in Cameroon disagrees. Sincerely, I don't think we will go far, says Silas. We're almost like the underdogs in the different pools. We need to develop a strong football base and then we can hope to get there someday. Brima Cham in the Gambia agrees. Judging by the performances seen from our African World Cup participants in the warm-up friendlies, it's not impressive at all. If there's no improvement before the tournament starts, I don't think we'll have even one African team in the round of 16, says Ebrima. But anyway, good luck to our African sides. Clement in Ivory Coast got in touch. I tip Morocco as the only side very regimented in their play. I'm hoping they will go far, says Clement, at least to the quarterfinals. Egypt and Tunisia will do well, obviously Nigeria too, but I'm not entirely sure if they'll make it to the quarterfinals. Another person who thinks Nigeria will perform well is Mohamed I. Kinte from the Gambia. All the African teams are good and strong, says Mohamed, but I think Nigeria and Egypt will go far. Morocco's group will be hard to conquer, but for me Nigeria will go the furthest up to the quarterfinals. And Steve in the Gambia goes even further. We can go all the way to the final, especially my team Nigeria, says Steve. We are Africa. Well, let's hear now from Obina, who is in Nigeria. As a good student of history, I've learned that football is very unpredictable, says Obina. Although Africa can be said to be parading their best teams this time, anything is possible. One of the African teams can get to the semi-finals, but only time will tell. 
John in Ghana thinks Africa will do even better. I think Africa will go a long way in this year's World Cup, says John, looking at countries like Egypt and Nigeria and the kind of players that they have. I can see two African nations reaching the semi-finals. Equally optimistic is Jesse Rando in Sierra Leone. Yes, Africa will surprise the world again this time by going to the semi-finals and even then through to the final, says Jesse. And that positive view is shared by James Olatunga Roberts, also in Sierra Leone. Depending on the attitude of the African players, I do believe we'll make it beyond the semi-finals, says James. We're in the competition not only to participate but to compete and take the trophy home. Egypt, Morocco, and even Nigeria can do it, only if they have the correct mindset. Africa can not only reach the semis but bring the trophy home, says James. But Bizwek Njakwa in Malawi is more cautious. Reaching the quarterfinals will be the furthest point for the African teams at the World Cup, says Bizwek. However, Musa Sisse in the Gambia thinks the quarterfinals is a fair target. I believe teams like Senegal and Nigeria have the team and potential to reach the quarterfinals, says Musa. Senegal especially because they have such a strong squad. Abu Tejanjalo in the Gambia wonders if even the quarterfinals will be a step too far for Africa. I'm doubtful as to whether an African team will make it beyond the group stage, says Abu. And Paul Truman in Nigeria is even less optimistic. I don't see any African country making a deep inroad at the World Cup in Russia, says Paul. Egypt might turn some heads with Mohamed Salah in inspiring form, but that's all. And finally, Francis Tucker in the Gambia says, with these five African nations, it won't be easy for any of them to get as far as the semi-finals. The possibility is slim. Africa will win the World Cup one day, says Francis. It will happen, but not now. Well, thanks so much for all of those different uh, contributions there. Some people hopeful, uh, some very confident indeed. I'd better make my prediction now. Uh, I think maybe Nigeria, Senegal, and Tunisia have the best chances of getting out of their groups. I'm hoping maybe two of them will get to the second round, and then just hoping for the best. And for me, Senegal are going to the World Cup with the strongest African team. Well, this week we're asking who will win the 2018 World Cup as it's drawing ever closer. Give us your prediction and your reasons as to who you think will lift the World Cup in Russia. You can post a comment on our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa, or send us a WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. Always great to hear from you. Well, finally, on this week's show, we go to the second part of Stuart Weir's series on the history of Africa at the World Cup. Last year, he looked at the early years as Egypt were the first team to play at the World Cup in 1934. How there was a boycott by Africa in qualification for 1966, as Africa had no automatic slot at the World Cup, and how Africa was then given one place in 1970. Well, this time Stuart takes us through the years 1978 to 1990. In the 1978 World Cup in Argentina, 16 teams participated, with one place allocated to Africa. Four rounds of qualification reduced 26 countries to three: Tunisia, Egypt, and Nigeria, with Tunisia finishing on top. Incidentally, Tunisia had almost gone out in the second round, drawing twice with Morocco and only progressing on penalties. In Argentina, 
Tunisia made history as the first African team to win a game in the World Cup finals when they beat Mexico 3-1. Then they lost 1-0 to Poland and drew their final game with holders West Germany and sadly were eliminated. But their manager, Abdelmajid Chitali, said, you know, the world used to make fun of African football, but I think that time is now over. For the 1982 World Cup in Spain, the number of teams increased from 16 to 24, and Africa got a second place. So 29 countries entered, they were reduced to four, with Tunisia losing in the first round on penalties to Nigeria, so they didn't get to a second World Cup. In the final playoffs, Algeria beat Nigeria and Cameroon beat Morocco to qualify for the World Cup finals. Cameroon drew all three games, 0-0 against Peru and Poland and 1-1 against Italy. Cameroon finished equal on points, equal in goal difference with Italy, but Italy progressed by having scored one goal more. Algeria then pulled off one of the shocks of World Cup history by beating West Germany 2-1. Apparently beforehand, the German coach, Jupp Derval, had said, If Germany lose to Algeria, I will be on the first plane back home. Well, I wonder if he was. Sadly, Algeria then lost 2-0 to Austria, but beat Chile 3-2. This resulted in the group ending with West Germany, Austria and Algeria all having won two and lost one game, but Algeria were eliminated on goal difference. So for Cameroon to be unbeaten and for Algeria to win two out of three games and neither to progress seemed harsh in the extreme. Qualification for the 1986 World Cup saw 29 African countries seeking two places. It came down to the final four and was dominated by North Africa with Algeria beating Tunisia and Morocco beating Libya. In Mexico, Morocco won their group, drawing with Poland and England and beating Portugal. In the knockout stage, the last 16, Morocco at group winners would meet a group runner-up. But as luck would have it, West Germany, who would go on to reach that World Cup final, were runners-up in their group, and Morocco met them, losing 1-0. Algeria found themselves in a tough group and lost 3-0 to Spain, 1-0 to Brazil, and drew with Northern Ireland and did not progress. In 1990, 26 African countries were chasing two qualification places, and the final four resulted in Egypt beating Algeria in an ill-tempered game, and Cameroon comfortably beating Tunisia to take the second spot. In a tight group, five of the six games were drawn, with Egypt drawing 1-1 with Netherlands, 0-0 with Ireland, before losing 1-0 to England, so they didn't progress. Cameroon started their campaign by beating World Cup holders Argentina 1-0, and they then beat Romania 2-0. Strangely, Cameroon lost their final game 4-0 to the USSR, who had lost both their previous games. But that took Cameroon into the last 16, where they beat Colombia 2-1 to become the first African country to reach the quarterfinals. And yes, you may remember it, Roger Miller, at the age of 38, scored both goals in extra time to seal the victory. 
In the quarterfinal, Cameroon met England, and the game was a real cracker. England took the lead against the run of play, but Cameroon scored twice in the second half, and with 25 minutes left, they led 2-1 and were in sight of the cup semi-final. But with seven minutes left, Gary Lineker scored a penalty for England, and a second penalty for Lineker gave England the victory in extra time. Cameroon's Russian manager, Valery Nepomanachi, said after the game, When we were leading 2-1 with 25 minutes left, I was just unable to convey to the players that they should stop attacking left, right and centre. But you know, Cameroonians are very focused on attack and they don't like defending. But overall, it was a wonderful experience to be in that tournament and do so well. Yes, and that was one of the most gripping and nail-biting contests in the history of African football. Thanks very much to Stuart Weir. We'll have the third part of this fascinating series on next week's show. But that's it for the programme for this week. On social media, you can tell us who you think will win the World Cup in Russia. And don't forget to give us your reasons too. You can go to our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa, or send us a WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. From me, Steve Vickers in Harare from Solomon Ashams in South Africa and Stuart Weir in the UK. Thanks a lot for listening and Planet Sport Football Africa is a passion for sport production.